You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. You can find my work at NBC Sports Chicago and Bears Wire, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group. I'm here to bring you your daily Chicago Bears news and analysis, and today we're looking at a difficult upcoming free agency decision for the Chicago Bears, looking at Adrian Amos versus Bryce Callahan. I'll explain why it looks like the Bears will only be able to afford to re-sign one of them, and then we'll make the case for each one separately as the guy the Bears should re-sign. And real quick, just to start, I want to reopen up the Locked On Bears voicemail and text phone line and start taking your Bears questions throughout the offseason. So as we go through any of the weeks here, if you have any Bears questions you want answered on the podcast, you can call us and leave a voicemail. You can text us. The phone number is 312-620-8500. Nine zero, or you can tweet us at Locked On Bears. You can send us an email, lockedonbears at gmail.com. You can send us a Facebook message at Locked On Bears, or you can post in the Locked On Bears Facebook group. So, plenty of different ways to ask some questions here. And as they start to come in, we can put together a little bit of a Bears offseason mailbag episode here later in the week. So, again, our phone number is 312 620 8590. You can tweet us, you can Facebook message us, you can post in the Locked On Bears group, and you can email us lockedonbears at gmail.com. But let's get into this upcoming free agency decision here and start with a look at this Bears salary cap space and free agency situation. When you look for more conservative salary cap estimates, you have the Bears around. Five to seven million dollars in 2019 cap space. I believe the the website SpotTrack has them closer to five. OverTheCap.com has them closer to seven. So let's go optimistic here and say the Bears will have say around seven million dollars in cap space. That the salary cap ends up coming in a little bit higher most of the time and it'll give you a little bit more space than you initially thought. But seven million dollars is the I believe in the bottom five of available cap space for any team this coming off season. And with that cap space, the Bears have 20 upcoming free agents that they're going to have to make decisions on. And some of the names, you know, you look at guys that played important roles. Aaron Lynch, Patrick O'Donnell, Eric Cush, Benny Cunningham, Roy Robertson-Harris. I mean, those are, those are guys you would be interested in bringing back if you had cap space. But the bigger issue is going to be the big ones. Bryce Callahan at the slot cornerback position and Adrian Amos at safety. And simply put, $7 million in cap space is not going to be enough money to re-sign both of those guys. Now, there are ways for the Chicago Bears to create some more cap space. I think everyone is expecting them to release tight end Deion Sims, which is going to save them about $6 million in cap space. And most people are expecting the Bears to at some point release kicker Cody Parkey 
Uh, personally, I've made the argument that they might hold on to him into training camp and you know bring in more kicker competition. Because if they do release Cody Parkey during the offseason here, or really at any point when they release Cody Parkey, it actually is going to cost them an extra million dollars against the cap space because of the guaranteed money still owed on his contract. I think it costs them around $4 million to keep him and $5 million to release him. So if you move on from Deion Sims and maybe Cody Parkey, you're left with about 12 or $13 million in cap space, which certainly makes the free agency burden a little bit easier. But even with that much money, you can't afford to re-sign both Bryce Callahan and Adrian Amos, given what they're expected to receive on the open market, certainly what they are expecting and hoping to receive on the open market. And in that salary cap space, you're going to have to hold on to some money to sign the rookies that you draft uh, in April. And it's typically wise to hold on to about $5 million-ish in cap space for that, plus you want to hold on to that emergency cap space if you, when you want to sign free agents during the year, maybe to more than just a veteran minimum contract. So that's another, you know, two to three million dollars that Ryan Pace typically likes to hold on to. So that right there is pretty much seven million dollars, the pure cap space you have now. So even with the six you save from Deion Sims, you're really going to be scraping the bottom of the barrel here to re-sign Bryce Callahan or Adrian Amos in addition to anybody else at any other position that you want to sign. I mean, you have to sign a punter. You, you, you know, that is a must sign there. And as far as other players set to hit the market, you're going to need to sign more backup offensive linemen with Cush and Witzman hitting the open market. You'll only have four wide receivers under contract next year. The tight ends are starting to wind down a little bit if you release Sims and the free agents you have there. I mean, the Bears are going to have to add players in addition to the Callahan or Amos that they decide on. So the salary cap space in general is going to be cutting it really tight and certainly don't think there's a realistic way for the Bears to re-sign both of these promising young players in the secondary without making a drastic cut somewhere else on the roster that just isn't realistic. So up next, we are going to make the case for both Adrian Amos and and Bryce Callahan separately here. I'm going to start with Adrian Amos just because it's alphabetical. There's, I'm not trying to play any favorites with either of these two players, but hopefully I can paint an objective picture of each one here, and then you could decide for yourself which of these two Bears defensive backs you think they should re-sign with the salary cap they will have. Keep it locked right here on Locked on Bears. So as we dive into arguably the biggest free agency decision for the Chicago Bears this offseason, we start with the young safety Adrian Amos, the fifth round pick back in 2013 out of Penn State, who might be coming off what could have been his best season in his career. He had a pretty strong 2017 as well. I think Pro Football Focus graded 2017 better than 2018. But you saw this year taking the next step with two interceptions, nine pass breakups, a sack, a couple of tackles for losses, even just bringing his total tackle number higher than it's been at any point in his career. But at the same time, he also played on the best defense he's had surrounding him his whole career. And I suppose that 
factor plays into both he and Bryce Callahan and all the other players on the Bears defense, but it did seem like the pass rush and some of the front seven play this year helped make Adrian Amos's job a little bit easier. Of course, the knock on him has always been some of his lack of playmaking ability. I mean, he didn't make his first career interception until 2017, which was a 90-yard pick six. I mean, heck of a way to (laughs) burst on the scene there. But the interception numbers have generally been low, three in his first four seasons. Low pass breakup numbers. I mean, after until his nine this past year, he had had just nine in his whole career, so he had doubled his pass breakup number just in 2018. And so I think to some extent that lack of big-time playmaking is a fair criticism, but I think what makes Adrian Amos so good is just his consistency. He's solid against the run. He is great in underneath coverage. They're, they're able to put him just in like a slot cornerback and, and like a linebacker sometimes. I mean, you look at his coverage data this year from PFF, he allowed only two catches for that went 20 or more yards. Everything else is, you know, if he allows the catch, it's a quick wrap-up. Afterward, not a lot of yards after catch type of a player. You can really rely on him on every snap, no matter what you're asking him to do. It's really a little bit of everything. You know, he can he can rotate and play that deep free safety position. Maybe not his strength there, and it's not he's not a true ball hawk rangy guy, but it was clear Vic Fangio was confident to play him wherever he thought necessary, kind of even almost a linebacker sometimes up in the box. He's just very reliable, and that's valuable. Maybe it's not a high ceiling thing, but it is still valuable. And the question is, if you let him go, can you find someone as reliable as Adrian Amos? I mean, he's never going to be the five interception guy. I mean, at this point, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But with Amos, you know what you're getting every snap, every game, every week, every season. That is a darn good safety. Now, the question is, is that worth maybe $8 million a year. I mean, that seems to kind of be the salary projection for him. When you look at other young safeties and contracts they've gotten in recent years, it would put him, I think, in inside the top 10, but not quite top five highest paid safeties. And that's about where young guys entering their second contract tend to slot in as the salary cap continues to go up. So is he worth $8 million? Well, I think the main thing that Ryan Pace needs to consider is how will you replace Adrian Amos if you don't re-sign him? I mean, first of all, are you comfortable with Dion Bush as his replacement? I suppose DeAndre Houston Carson is also in that conversation, although technically he is a restricted free agent this year as well. But all signs would point to Dion Bush taking over that starting spot. Personally, I think the jury is a bit still out on Dion Bush when he was in there for Eddie Jackson. He wasn't bad at all, but wasn't great either. And I think we just haven't necessarily seen enough of Dion Bush to determine whether or not he could be a quality starter replacement. Or if you're not going to go with Dion Bush, do you replace Adrian Amos in free agency? Because then you're looking at paying about the same amount, or you know, you could pay less and maybe get a worse player, but you're looking at opening up that pocketbook and spending, again, 
quite a bit of your salary cap space, which would probably prohibit you from re-signing Bryce Callahan. Whether it's Amos or another top free agent safety, you're not going to be able to afford both them and your slot cornerback. So that's a whole other part of the discussion. And you do look and you see a deep free agency safety class, which maybe could potentially keep Adrian Amos's cost down if some of these other players aren't re-signed by their respective teams as well. But that's a little bit of an unknown as you go into it. And maybe Amos will generate more uh, interest and value than some of these other free agents. Or you could turn to the NFL draft, but the Bears don't pick until the third round, which is going to be a bit of a crapshoot if you're trying to draft your week one starting safety. Or, I mean, maybe I, I could see the idea of you go into training camp with a third round pick or maybe a fourth round pick safety and he competes with Deion Bush and the winner gets to be your starting safety. But again, you're missing that consistency from Adrian Amos, that reliability that you know what you're getting. And sometimes it is valuable to pay for the devil that you do know and not have to go out and risk to having a significant step back at that position. You know, It's one of those things, maybe you don't know what you have with Adrian Amos until he's gone and all of a sudden you're missing him. So it is really a tough call and just trying to decide, is this player worth the money? But especially when you have to balance that with, okay, is this player worth both paying and then therefore not paying Bryce Callahan? Up next, we turn our attention to Bryce Callahan and look at what would go into re-signing him from a value standpoint from the question marks surrounding his durability and what his market could look like. That's next on Locked On Bears. As Bryce Callahan approaches free agency, he too has the benefit of coming off of the best year of his career. His, I think, a little bit more concrete than Adrian Amos's. You talk about a guy with two interceptions, six pass breakups, two sacks, and six tackles for loss, all from that slot cornerback position. Only one cornerback had more tackles for loss than Adrian Amos. That's Mackenzie Alexander from the Minnesota Vikings, for those of you playing along at home. But Callahan clearly taking his game to the next level from a coverage standpoint in the slot. His football IQ is next level. I mean, he is really smart, finds the ball, gets his hands on the ball, sticks with the best slot receivers. And we talked last week, just based on the Super Bowl alone, how valuable this slot cornerback position is. You saw Julian Edelman be Super Bowl MVP by really eating that slot cornerback position and just winning from the slot wide receiver position. And even the Rams did a lot of their offense through the slot. It is a absolutely critical position in the modern NFL defense with that slot corner really being a starter with how much nickel defense you play. So when you look at Callahan, he does everything you want out of that slot cornerback position. Maybe not elite against the run, but clearly one of the NFL's best at his position when he's on the field. And that has been a big if for a lot of his career here. Through his first four seasons, he has never played a full 16-game slate. Rookie year, it was nine games, then 11, then 12, and finally got up to 13 this past year before breaking his foot. And that lack of durability does make his contract projection a little bit more difficult. 
I think if there weren't any injury concerns with Callahan, we'd be talking at least $7 million a year, kind of in that range. You know, your multi-year deal, lock up, again, one of the best young players at one of the most important positions in the secondary. But instead, we're looking at a guy that hasn't been reliable. And now it makes you wonder, will teams be afraid of the long-term contract investment? I mean, if you're Ryan Pace, are you afraid of locking him up for three or four years? I mean, are you going to be able to get enough games out of him to justify that type of an investment? Or is he a guy that's going to have to be another one-year prove-it-deal type player? I mean, that's kind of what 2018 was when he was a restricted free agent last year, just kind of signed that one-year qualifying offer, and he proved to be a top-five slot cornerback in the NFL, but he also continued to prove that he couldn't play a full 16-game season. So, uh, man, it makes it really hard to figure out, especially when you look at the rest of the free agent cornerback crop. It's not necessarily a very loaded group. So maybe a team might be more willing to invest in Callahan and take that risk, knowing that when he is on the field, he is a great player and, you know, do your best to try and keep him as healthy as possible. Or, you know, maybe their teams are going to be scared off by that and really just try and find the best one-year deal they can get him on. I mean, when you look from the Bears' standpoint, as important as that slot position is, I think what complicates it was how well Sherrick McManus was able to play in his relief. I think we had talked on this very podcast about how concerned I was because Sherrick McManus had such a history of really playing poorly when he's on defense. He was a special teams only guy for a reason because he was vulnerable most of his career when he was asked to play defense. But that wasn't really the case in 2018. I mean, he didn't totally, you know, break out as this must-play player, but he had the interception, he had four pass breakups, he was generally pretty darn reliable in coverage, very good at getting after the quarterback when used as a blitzer, much like Bryce Callahan was, and a pretty sure tackler can step up in the running game and maybe lending some some question marks to, okay, how much valuable how, how valuable is Bryce Callahan in that position or how much of it is replaceable with a guy like Sherrick McManus, who I should mention is also a free agent, but at 31 years old and given his history, he's not going to be an expensive replacement. So you know he could be a, a one to two million dollar fill in here for Bryce Callahan if the Bears really do feel comfortable with what they saw from McManus from really including the playoffs, about five games worth of full-time slot cornerback play. So it all leads to what is a pretty murky slot cornerback position and a really difficult decision for Ryan Pace. Like I said, it's it's a deep safety group, so maybe you don't want to pay Adrian Amos top dollar, but you know maybe you also are interested in trying to wait it out a little bit with free agency, and you say a thin free agent cornerback group, but... Callahan's injury history makes that market value kind of difficult to predict. I mean, it really is. I mean, when I'm sitting here and trying to think, okay, well, which guy would I re-sign? I really see a pretty strong case for each one. It's There's not a clear favorite in either one, in my opinion. And both guys have a lot of value to the team. Both guys have some really difficult 
uh, free agency situations surrounding them that make it hard for Ryan Pace. So I, I ask you, which player do you think the Bears should re-sign here? Which one of the two? I mean, assuming, as we kind of laid out, you can't do both. Which one are you sitting here listening thinking, oh yeah, I would for, for sure re-sign that guy? We have a poll going right now in the Locked on Bears Facebook group to ask the most loyal listeners of this podcast what they think, and early results from that have been fairly split, but some slight favoring toward Bryce Callahan. If you want to get in on that actual poll and see the results for yourself, you can join the Locked on Bears Facebook group, or you can let us know on Twitter at Locked on Bears as well, or through the Locked on Bears voicemail and text line 312 612- 620-8590. Make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Bears to keep up with all of our daily Chicago Bears news and analysis. It is a long off season that we're just getting started in. I hope things like the AAF and free agency and the upcoming draft are helping you kind of get through these dull times with no NFL on for this weekend for the first time all year. It's it's a tough stretch. It is a grind, and I hope this podcast helps you bear down. 